Patrick. Podcast is here. Sarah, how are we doing? And look at you. I hear you're like attracting new listeners. I know. From all different sides of the people aisle. People coming up to me at parties. I like your podcast. Look at you're like po- you're becoming podcast famous. Uh, well, that's that's an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, listen. Even if it's one person, it was like, and this person, listen, they were, um, I think, on the left side of the aisle, as as we like to say. And she's like, "You're very fair. You're. I like listening to it. Why I cook." I'm like, this is great. Are, were you were you kind of surprised? I mean, that's that's a good review. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. No, I don't think so. We're, we, uh, we're pretty. Well, we haven't done a lot to promote it, so it's it's no. Which we know, need to. I think after 37 episodes, we may want to. We're rolling out a strategy in 2019. We're, we're still in the beta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beta, beta, beta well, testing. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, lots to talk about this week. Got a lot. I was saying to you before we went live, you're sticking by Trump. What do you mean sticking by Trump? Oh, my God, Patrick. How can you even... The guy clearly violated campaign... All right, let's relax with the campaign. So, wait, it was all about Russia. Russia, 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 right? And collusion, yeah. And collusion, collusion, collusion. Now, every Democrat out there and, you know, people like Comey and all these other people, although Comey did say he shouldn't be impeached, let the people decide in 2020. uh, Now it's about campaign finance. Right. So because they know there's no collusion. Okay. So now we've switched to campaign finance because he paid off Stormy Daniels. Right. Right. Okay. That's not impeachable. Okay. It's questionable. Maybe it was probably, you know, as he said, it's a private matter. It's certainly not impeachable. So there's a lot of discussion. Um, A U.S. president has never been indicted as president. And And there's even question if that could even happen. No, it can't happen. And he won't be. But they're saying if he doesn't get reelected 2020, it it, it could happen. Similar things have happened in the past with other politicians and they receive fines. This is a he may receive a fine, assuming it is even a violation. Right. You'd have to prove that it was to 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 dupe the American people. I mean, listen, a lot of that stuff around Trump and his affairs and what he said on the bus on Access Hollywood, that was all baked in. So to think he had to pay off her to somehow or he would have lost the election. That's a leap. Now, listen, do I think he did it to try to avoid more bad press? Yes. But I also think he did it because of Milani and his family and other things. So listen, I don't think it's impeachable, nor do I think he should be impeached. If he truly is a bad president in a lot of people's mind, then vote him out in 2020. This this is just crazy talk. It's bad for us in this country. It's bad for us internationally. It's listen, I think it's just been way overblown. But listen, there was also some shadiness going on with meetings and right, right, again, right. I don't yeah, think yeah, it was collusion, yeah. but you know that 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 Trump Tower meeting certainly should not have had that meeting. You know, is Don Jr. in trouble? Is Jared in trouble? Is that why you know Trump went on a tweet fest last week like a crazy tirade? And listen, I came out right away and criticized Trump last week for his um, Tillerson tweet where he called them oh, dumb yes. as rocks and lazy. Just absurd. First of all, first of all, he's not as dumb as rocks. He ran Exxon Mobil. Second, you freaking hired him. Right. So right. You, then you're dumb as rocks mm. for hiring him. Right. Right. A- and by the way, the person that you're hiring to replace Nikki Haley is the person that Tillerson hired. 
So if he's as dumb as rocks and hired Heather Nauert to be his spokesperson, and by the way, who remains with Pompeo, like, like it doesn't make any sense. That's where right. he just it's loses like, me. Like, right. he just stop. Just stop. Like, just stop talking. Right. He has some, as I said, he has some, you know, some interesting takes on things. And I think some of his anger is, is valid. But that's just where he goes way too. Just praise Pompeo and move on. So do you? You know think, that was in reaction, by the way, to Tillerson saying doing that, an interview where right, basically where said, he basically said that you know t- Trump would say want to do things that were he'd, he'd have to tell him that they were illegal. And Trump didn't want to hear that, according or, to Tillerson, right? Or they were impulsive. Um, which, by the way, doesn't mean that's a bad thing. See, that's where Trump, like, I'm sure we all said, oh, "I wish I could do that," or "Can we do that?" And they're like, "Nope." You'd be arrested. Okay, then we don't do it. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that's the worst thing, trying to think of all angles to get something accomplished. Certainly, you don't want it to be illegal. But anyway. Um, Cohen. And now he's looking for a chiefs of staff because, um, you know, Kelly's leaving at the end of the year. Another big one. And How Nick, do you feel about that, Nick by the Ayers, way? who I know, by the way. I've met him. I've worked with Nick Ayers. Okay. Um, back when he was in the political advertising arena years ago um very nice very nice guy very smart um listen i think right now part of it is trump's fault the way he acts and his you know where he has jared and and ivanka in the administration and it appears that if his chiefs of staff doesn't kind of go through them there's problems right so this will be his third one in less than two years right not good Right. And by the way, he tweeted in 2012, I believe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it was 2012 made fun of Obama because he was hiring his third in three years. Uh, So just a tweet for everything, as they say. So, um, John Kelly, a lot of people felt um, kind of kept that administration on the right track. We don't Um, know. know, Listen, I, I listen, I I think there's been a lot of. Lot, lot of speculation on who's really running what. I think in the end, Trump does what he wants to do. Maybe Kelly, through his discipline, military background, his his intellect, yes, kept a lot of things on track. Probably wasn't afraid to challenge others in the administration, uh, but it's probably run its course. The Chris Christie name has been mentioned, who I actually think wouldn't be a bad choice. Really. Yeah. Listen, we all make fun of Christie, and you know, unfortunately, he's been fat shamed and all this stuff, which I think is 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 in poor taste. And listen, he he had a rough last two years in New Jersey with Bridgegate and all this other stuff. However, former district attorney, um, uh, attorney general, um, governor, two time governor of New Jersey, very smart man, and honestly. It's funny, if you go back and look at some of the things Chris Christie was saying early on when Trump was starting to pick his cabinet, his original cabinet, if he had listened to Christie, Christie was anti-Flynn, maybe Trump would have avoided a lot of this, you know, swirling, the circus atmosphere that that had been created. A guy by the name of David Bossie, who's been mentioned, um, he ran Citizens United, a PAC, uh, big-time conservative Republican PAC big supporter of Trump, uh, very well thought of, knows the inner workings of, of the Hill. Uh, I said, he'll find somebody, you know, the media, uh, us in the media are out there saying, oh, you know, it, it's just the headlines are, uh, 
president president in peril, uh, can't find somebody, had no plan B. Like, listen, people offer people jobs. They say no. You move on, right? Yeah, that's true. And, and listen, last thing on this. I With all the investigations that the, looks like the incoming Democratic House is going to put on Trump and his administration, you have to be independently wealthy to take a position very close to Trump. So if you're Nick Ayers, Why? because you're going to have to, you're going to be subpoenaed. They're going to ask you questions. You're going to have to have a personal attorney, like all these people. It's it would be extremely expensive. Well, why wouldn't the government provide you an attorney Not, if you're they, working for the they, president? They don't. You don't get any help. Well, with you may you may get the appoint. presidential attorney guns, but if they're targeting you individually. You got to hire your own attorney. But what would like Nick Ayers know? Like he's not going to know anything if he gets the job. Listen, he's been in the administration. He's been with Pence. I don't know what he knows. Probably nothing. But... I like this. Uh, okay, we had this discussion yeah. last week. I feel like all this just reminds me of the Ken Starr investigation. You have endless resources, endless time. Of course, they're going to find something illegal yeah. on Trump. All of us, if someone had endless time and money, uh, I, to I'll just say this, us, and we can move on. It continues. If 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 the worst is that he paid off Stormy Daniels, this is a nothing burger. If there was true collusion, true working behind the scenes, where they thought that Trump wasn't going to win, and they were trying to set up deals for after it to benefit from, um, then he has a real problem. Again, if, if if it's what we know now, it's a nothing burger. And they, they could say all day long on cable news and all the Democrats could come out, all the incoming House intelligence people, oh, impeachment, oh, this, indicted after he gets out. None of it will happen. None of it will happen. Yeah, I wonder if it really will. Um, okay, well, let's yes, move on. Let's There's move lots on. happening in sports and lots happening in pop culture. Uh, the story that continues to have a lot of people debating is Kevin Hart yes. stepping down as a Oscars host after homophobic tweets surfaced from like nine years ago. Yes. Um, so what is your take on this? And not only that, but then you have a Heisman winner who also yeah. had... Uh, when he was 14 years old. Right. So what is your thought on all this? Do so, you think Hart should have stepped down? No, I don't. Listen. Well, I guess he was given an ultimatum, really, by the Oscars. Apologize again or step down. So, a few things. Uh, first, I want to preface it by no homophobic rants, tweets, comments out of context are should should be appropriate at any point, right? Right. Now, they are comedians, so they do tell jokes that make fun of a lot of different individual absolutely gender race sexuality situational and so forth these tweets were out there first of all if the oscars thought this was going to derail him they didn't do their homework right right just like i think it was james gunn i believe is his name (laughs) yes yeah the director of the guardians of the galaxy who was in essence fired from directing Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy 3. tweets on pedophilia were like really disturbing. Very disturbing, very disgusting. We talked about that. Yeah. Very inappropriate, by the way, but had been out there for six, years. seven years, yeah. right? It's this revisionist history now when somebody has something positive happen, like Kevin Hart being nominated host or the Heisman Trophy winner, Kyle Murray, who they found tweets from when he was 14 years old. I know, yeah. They, you know, trying to ruin his night. The guy just won the Heisman, and that's what you're focused on, right? 
no one's condoning the 14 when he was, you know, the tweets when he was 14. But that's what we do. That's journalism. That's embarrassing, right? This kid just Wait, won the Heisman. How should people handle it? Like, if you're a journalist and you find that, don't you feel like that journalist has an obligation to report it? Like, it's what been would you out do? There. What did he find or she find? They didn't uncover, like, like classified information because on this kid. that's sort of the... It's thing. out there. Yeah, but that's what celebrity and popularity no, and they success wait, bring. They wait to pounce, right? They waited to see if he won and would have pounced. I guarantee you if he did not win the Heisman... Well, yeah, no one cares because then he doesn't have any not prominence. Right. That's not right. Well, but it's that kind of idea of, you know, with great success, doesn't there come great responsibility? Shouldn't you, like, be doing your own due diligence, going back, looking at your tweets? Uh, Kevin Hart, why wouldn't you have deleted them? But No, he shouldn't have to delete them. He apologized for those tweets previously. But why would you delete? He said, he came on and goes, I don't do this anymore in my act. So why would you keep up these tweets that say that if you found out your kid was gay, you would try to well, beat it out Well, they tell you not to delete tweets because they're out there. People have screenshots of them. People know they're out there. People have saved them. So he apologized. He said he doesn't do that. And his, it, that should have been enough for the academy. But again, it's academies, businesses, and so forth caving to pressure on social media where I don't think... Like, listen, I think... Well, it's hard, it's hard to know. There's been a lot of debate from other comedians within the Listen, community. Listen, by the way, the Oscars is on the verge of becoming completely irrelevant. You think? I totally you, think. I know you tweet that, but no, I'm always I, like... I, I really like... believe that. I really, they, they think it's relevant, and the media makes it more relevant than it is, but it's 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 it continues to drop in ratings every year. They continue to have issues with hosts. Now they're talking about no hosts. Um, uh, listen, I, I think... With politics, with business people, with comedians and actors and actresses, you're not going to get the best people to do these if this is what we're doing. Right. right? It's And again, no one's condoning the original act. When Kevin Hart originally tweeted those tweets, yes, it was bad. When Kyle Murray at 14 years old was sending homophobic tweets out, he certainly should not have. He should have known better. He should have been more educated at 14 or 15. But still, he's 14 or 15. Yeah, yeah. Right? It is It is really young to like... And who know knows how difference. much of it is like joking, real... Not a, right. Not that that's okay to joke about, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, listen, I don't know. I think it's... I just think it's unfortunate that, that where we're at now. I, I actually agree with you. I, I don't think Kevin Hart should have stepped down. I mean, you know... Like I said, I don't there's think been... he had a choice. I think it was. I think they put him in a box where you either got to come out and apologize once again for the tweets that right, have been out right. there, or and he probably just said, you know what, screw this. Well, the kind of the irony of it was initially he came out and did a video said he just talked to the academy. He would not apologize any further, and he'd rather not be the host. Then a couple of days later, he ends up going on and apologizing. I think because yeah. like we talk about on this show, he has to worry about his future career. The right? backlash yeah. is so bad. Yeah, and and your future. But it's again, it's it, really hard it, to know. I mean, but what cert- to do? These things like running for office sometimes, and obviously hosting the Oscars, they're they're thankless jobs. Yeah. You know, you do it. You get criticized 10 minutes after, or actually, you're getting criticized through the While entire show. While you're doing show. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're While getting you're ripped. It. You suck, this, that, worst host ever, blah, blah. Why? Why? Why do it or just like... I wouldn't... Ho- why host? Yeah. It's all... There's no upside to hosting. It's just good for publicity. Ask Ricky Gervais, my role model. <laughs> uh, we keep... Every, the entire... Actually, I want to know what... Well, I haven't oh. followed him. What's he been tweeting? Has he been tweeting about this? I'd like to know uh, his thoughts. I can't say it on any podcast. <laughs> 
That's a really good. I want to know what he thinks. I'm sure he's had horrible he tweets in his a, past too. Uh, yeah, he thinks it's all a joke. Well, I always it's interesting to me who gets sort of um, you know, galvanized and then who doesn't. Like uh Jimmy Kimmel, you know, lots come out of him like doing full black face, like black body. He still hosted last year. Then uh Nick Cannon went Well, okay, so let, of- let's talk about it real quick. So Nick Cannon, who yeah, yeah. everyone's like loving right now. Like people are on Twitter are like I never thought oh, I'd yeah, say like this. Cheering, so yeah. Nick Cannon came out and basically tried to call out the Hollywood hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. On so he found homophobic tweets from uh, Amy Schumer, yep, Sarah Silverman, mm-hmm. and Chelsea, Chelsea Handler, Handler, your favorite, my favorite person, um, and basically called them out and said, "Where, where, where's so? Where's the hypocrisy? Like, where's why haven't these people been called out?" Like again, it's. It I is. know, right? Who get who picks and chooses? Like, I, I thought it was great of Nick Cannon to go back because I think you see, especially co- comedians are going to just step in shit at some point. Like that's what you do. You're a comedian, so I don't know why we're holding them to this crazy standard. Well, it's just like I said about Michelle Wolf, right? <clears throat> I didn't like her act. I thought it crossed the line, but I think she had every right to do it. And for you know the White House correspondents to act shocked was a joke. Right, they I knew agree. what they were getting. Yeah, right, right, right. Absolutely. It's like, oh, it's like the Ro- it's like ABC with Roseanne. Right, it's, right, it's just, right. Like, how many you know times are we going to do the same? This is like, what do they say? Insanity is doing the same thing over yeah. and over again. Like, they're full of crap. ABC knew what they were getting with Roseanne. They were just hoping it didn't happen again. Right, right. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk more sports. We were always, yep. we were talking Heisman winner, um, but there's been a lot too with uh, Baylor University yep. that case. Well, not really well, related uh, sorry, to sports, but yeah, yeah. But okay. No, but well, we could talk yeah. that. But to um, Reuben Foster, you were tweeting about that. More has come out. There's actually a video now uh, that second, surfaced. A on, second allegation, right? A second allegation. Of, yeah. um, so far, the Reds. Well, actually, it's really not. It's it's like kind of a post video of the night. You can't see anything. Right, he comes to no, the door. Then he called the cops, asked to speak to, I don't remember her name, but his girlfriend. She comes to the door. She says they were yelling and screaming, but there was no violence. They put him in handcuffs. Um, Listen, the Redskins are a mess. We said it last week. They're even more of a mess this week. They just got pounded by the Giants. Um, The entire organization needs to clean house, right? I yeah. mean, Steve Shenevy, who was our main anchor, uh, he put out a poll and he said, who should go? Owner, coach, quarterback. And I said, add the general manager and then just check the box all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you were like, clean house. You want everybody gone. They're a joke. It's an absolute mess. I don't even want to spend any more time talking about them. <laughs> we're moving because on. They're, they're just, it's. What's your prediction for 2019? Who will go? You think everybody? You think oh, they'll clean the house? Owner, yeah, they have to. Dan Snyder cleans house. Okay, they have to clean house. Uh, but you were tweeting about this story because you know what? It's hitting his. It's hitting his finances now. You think it is? Yeah, for for years and years. Yeah. The lack of success with the Redskins did not impact him financially. Yeah. It is now, and. Um, oh my God! Wouldn't you love to know like their how much money they're listen, down? There's so much like, money baked in with the be, NFL television contract that. We're really? still talking peanuts. The value of the team still continues <clears throat> to increase each and every year um, because of just it's an NFL team and there's only X number amount and yeah. it's worth so much, billions and billions of dollars. Uh, but when you see the seats, seats complete, I would think I would think someone like Snyder also has an ego and um, it's not good to see what's happening with his team right now. 
It will be 2019. Will be interesting yeah. for the Redskins. So um, the Baylor, yeah, yeah. University tell us about that. Thing. It's actually so fraternity what, guy. Yeah, not it wasn't sports, sports but that's okay. Similar, similar, you know, situation. Um, a f- president of a fraternity down there was uh, on trial for rape, assault, rape. I mean, m- like basically holding um, someone all night long and. and repeatedly raping them uh, so apparently there was a plea deal that came out yesterday where he is no longer going he's not going to serve any jail time yeah so sorry let me rephrase it never actually went to trial it was the trial was supposed to right begin. right and they come out with a plea deal which judge ralph strother accepted um he gets probation he does not have to register as as a sex offender he pays a 400 dollars fine um it was basically all the sexual assault counts were wiped out. It was he he pled to um, four counts of sexual assault in exchange for a plea of no contest to a charge of unlawful restraint. Unlawful restraint. Jacob Walter Anderson is the fraternity um, president's name, uh, who will go free so without sh- any punishment. Yeah. So first, so absolute shame on the district attorney. I don't care what the facts said. I don't care if she had DNA, didn't have DNA. Your job is to prosecute this individual. If he raped this woman, this student, her job is to, even if she lost, your job is to go all balls to the wall to try to convict this guy, kid, um, of rape. Period. End of story. Right? Yeah. The fact that he only got probation, you didn't do your job. You didn't, you should, you would have, I guarantee you the victim would have rather them lose that trial than what happened. Yeah. Because now <clears throat> she's been absolutely victimized again by, by the court system. And then shame on this judge, Ralph Strother, who um, looks like a total in the tank for Baylor University. By the way, yeah, he got his undergrad that. at Baylor. He got his law degree at Baylor. Everything Baylor. This is the third sexual assault criminal predator whatever you want to call him who he's given probation to all from Baylor University shame on the president of Baylor like just the whole thing yeah. Baylor's a mess anyway I, I mean that school is just they've had so many issues with the football team going back and Ken Starr Ken yeah he, he was involved with some like with, with, I don't want I let me I don't want to say. Oh, I, I need to know this. I don't know the fact. Yeah, I'll have to look this up because I don't even know the facts of Ken Starr and Baylor. Yeah. Or maybe I did. Okay. Yeah, there was something there. All right, we'll him. look I, into again, that. Again, I don't want to because I don't well, have the facts off the top of my head, so I don't want to make a statement that I'm going to get. This in story before, is surprising but. too because the woman who was the victim in this case went to police immediately oh, after no. this happened. Like, listen, did everything and right. Again, the, the DA came out and said, "Listen, you, I know all the facts. You guys don't. All right, so maybe the case wasn't perfect. So what?" Yeah. It's not like you got two years where he's at least serving some jail time. It's not like he has to register as a sexual offender. He got nothing. Zero. Yeah. This was in the bag. It reminds me of that case where was it Berkeley or yes, where the kid raped um, the girl behind the dumpster and he got nothing basically. Yeah. Now he did have to register as a sex, sex offender. And he did do some jail time. He did, I think, like seven six months. Six months. Yeah, it was joke. like, yeah. Um, People should be outraged about this. Well, I, I think people are I think really it's curious. starting to build. Yeah, this story was unbelievable. And we covered um, it this morning. Um, Brock Turner yeah, was Brock Turner. in 2015. Um, Another loser. 
Yeah, that story was awful. And people remain really outraged by this. But um, Anderson. So this kid's name was Jacob. Walter Anderson. Anderson. They were at a party when she was offered a drink, she says, by him that made her feel ill. She claimed that after that, Anderson took her outside for fresh air and then assaulted her. And by no means am I saying convict somebody who, you know, listen, we know there's false allegations out there, but this one doesn't, you know, when you read the facts, she may have had a problem proving it beyond a reasonable doubt, but you fight, you fight for this victim in court. Even if you lose, I guarantee you, she would appreciate that more than what transpired. Trying to pat yourself on the back because you, you pleaded this out to no contest it's just that's ridiculous. It's, it's an embarrassment. And by the way, the de- the DA's name is Abel. I think I'm pronouncing A B E L Renya R E Y N A. Yeah, and I'm reading about Brock Turner too. Yeah. You know, from Stanford University. That story was so awful too. And people, but people remain really outraged by that. And the judge, I think, in that case, has ended up stepping down. Yeah, he did. And he um, had some he had some connection with the university also, if yeah, I remember correctly, through the dad or something. Yeah. I also question. If the judge graduated from Baylor right, and right. got his law degree from Baylor, now granted, Baylor's an enormous school, in t- you're probably going to come across somebody who went to Baylor. So I'm not, I don't know the laws or the, or the legalities or procedural issues regarding recusing yourself, but it seems to me at a, a high profile case like this, maybe that judge should have recused himself. Yeah. No, I agree. And it will be- I'm Sent sh- it to another jurisdiction or something where there was no connection to Baylor. Yeah. Right. And I think you're right. People are really outraged. Yeah, they should be. This story it's kind of embarrassment. Really broke yesterday. Uh, I, time... feel bad. I feel bad for her. Yeah, on, on multiple levels. A, that it happened for sure. And then B, that it seems yeah, like no she justice. was victim. I mean, I think her quote was very sad. She's like, he took my virginity, he took something else, and now um, he has it forever. Yeah. Which is really sad. Um, time Magazine yes. have just named their famous- Person of per- the Year. Yes. So, and it it's, turns out... It's journalists. Um, journalists in the line of fire. So, like, Khashoggi, um, Jamal Khashoggi uh, was one of them. The Capital Gazette staff, who obviously was the victim oh, of God, a yeah, crazy shooter. Horrible. And a few others. Journalists who put their themselves on the line for the story. Uh, I think it was a good choice. I'm not a big time person of the year. Like, I don't, you know... Follow I only pay attention. Yeah. Honestly, I only pay attention because I'm in my the job I'm in or I wouldn't care and I don't honestly don't think most people care I think time does these things to remain relevant when they're not relevant as a magazine anymore and like but I think they made a good you know they made a they made an interesting choice I would have I was thinking the firefighters uh, and the first responders in the California fires oh that's an interesting one would have been a great choice okay now you know, I still believe there was some East Coast bias from the media on that story. I mean, it was covered extensively, but not to... I mean, could you imagine New York City burning down like that, what the coverage would have been? Um, or Washington, D.C., or Boston? You think even bigger? Oh, it would have been, like, nonstop every day. Like, Well, it's oh, hard, right, because California does burn every year. Just this not year to that was... Degree, right, right, right. But, right. Yeah. but unfortunately, you get desensitized to I just don't think we it's realize... Like a, I mean, when you see the pictures, it's complete devastation. Yeah, complete cities, houses wiped out. Plus, apparently it's changed the, the, the terrain so much that now there's flooding like it had. Yes. In L.A. this past week. Yeah. And even up in the in the Palisades up in, in the northern part of California where the original fire started. So, uh, listen, I, I, I think there was a lot. And listen, you know, a Trump, certainly good, bad, whatever, always 
probably could have been person of the year. Um, Wasn't I? There was some trend, like Meghan Markle. Come on, she got married. <laughs> Please, like that's her. Come on, like what? Like she got married. You're not. You're not a fan. That's, that it was doesn't kind matter of a if I'm a fan. Story. I'm sure she's a nice person. She's not An person American of the year. Marrying into royalty. What did she do? <laughs> she, well, I mean, she, it's it's just unprecedented, right? Because most of the time, they all they she always slept with a prince and got married. <laughs> if that person of the year, then way to go! <laughs> wow. No, I, nothing against Meghan Markle. I'm sure she's wonderful. She's she's very pretty. She seems like she's going to be a great duchess. <laughs> But, of wherever, yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. But um, no, and there's a few others on there. Um, I can't remember now off the top. I didn't see, you know, there was a final list, but. I think the Khashoggi think, one was good. I, I think. And by the way, where's our president with uh, doing anything uh, in regards to that? Are, are there going to be any long lasting consequences just for. A, the handling of that's just been a total abomination. When are you going to give up on him? He's a horrible leader. Uh, horrible. Terrible! This, I mean, has, come this on. has Jared Kushner relationship oh, written play. all. No, listen, I, listen. I've I've said it before, and I I think having Ivanka and Jared in his inner circle has caused a lot of issues for him. I because yeah. I don't think he could separate the administration, administrative side, or what their responsibilities are on that level, which I'm not even sure are very clear with that their family i agree with you i think that's a hard line listen i think ivanka and jared should have done some philanthropic stuff they want to give advice off the record you know fine sure he could have he could have used them as counsel as many times as he want without anyone knowing right Right. i'm sure every president had that person or persons they called for for counsel or advice on saudi arabia or whatever and um, I just think it's caused him more problems than than he's needed. Yeah, and in Time Magazine, uh, it's really interesting to see the media. They're really keeping that story alive. I think obviously they are the media, um, but you see it everywhere. You know, every day Washington Post still has an ongoing. So it's fascinating to me how they've really. I feel like putting that in Trump's face, that administration, and and keeping people aware. Listen, of I think one of their own. And this is where he makes, I think, calculate. Listen, he made a calculated decision, right or wrong, that the American people will not care ultimately about Khashoggi. Mm, I know. And he might be right. That doesn't. Right. Ma- yeah. No. No. Let me finish. Let me. Could you let me finish? Yeah. <laughs> he might be right in his calculation. That okay. doesn't mean that should drive his decision on what to do about a journalist being killed the way he was killed. Right. Yeah. You like there should have been some consequences to MBS and Saudi Arabia for the lying, the murder, the lying of the murder. Yeah. And it makes him look like the fact that they ignore the intelligence from the CIA. Right. Right. Now, again, I don't know. There's a lot of agendas out there. The CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think he had to go as far as the public? Or the Democrat, yeah, you know, or the, even like Lindsey Graham came out and said, "I don't think he had to go that far." Listen, I get his point. You can't um, disenfranchise your relationship with Saudi Arabia in his mind over this, but there should have been some consequences. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Um, okay, so wrapping up your podcast, yeah. you are uh, walking around now with a boot. I am. What does this mean for, I mean, you know, bucket list marathon. <sighs> Very nervous. It's a few months away. So what happened? So, um, I, yeah, I had a Achilles soreness for a few weeks and thought I could run through it, which, you know, usually, you know, as runners, you're always sore. You're some aching okay. ailment. And, and uh, last Tuesday, I ran eight miles. And I felt a little, it, it was different. It wasn't soreness. It was like somebody stabbed me in the calf and the Achilles, like a knife. Okay. Not that I've been stabbed there before, but I'm assuming what it feels like to be stabbed. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I went for um, MRI and uh, some x-rays. And yeah, so I have um, s some slight tears in my Achilles and really bad tendonitis. Okay. So the oh. doctor said, don't run for two to three months. So I said, <gasps> what? So in my mind, I said one. Okay. Oh my God. So I have now. Um, I'm in complete, complete rehabilitation mode. I'm like every oh, shit. I'm getting massages. I'm doing pool running. I was 5 a.m. this morning. I was in a pool up in Germantown, like running with a floaty device on in the pool <laughs> with you know 70, 70. You know. What about uh, just like pushing back old women? the bucket list marathon one more year? No. Would that be an option? No, I might not get it. No, it might not be available to me next year. Okay. Listen, I'm I'm not going to be dumb about it. Okay. If I, I'm going to make a decision by January fifteenth. I'm going to try to run. You know, the doctor said two or three months. I'm going to wait six weeks. January fifteenth, I'm going for a run. If it really hurts, then I'm out. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. It'll be there next year. And I'll cry and. <laughs> I'll Maybe be, I'll be miserable. <laughs> um, all right, Patrick. Where can people follow Patrick, you, Patrick? GM Fox Five DC. Awesome. Any predictions? This was a good podcast. This was a great this podcast. Was serious, focused. I, what I are think, we? Sometimes not focused. Are we all uh, over the place? Yeah, sometimes we're a little all over the place. <laughs> I I kind of no I, fun stories though. I like to kind of. Yeah, always we like should have some fun like, stories. Well, I liked the dad that made his kid walk five miles for bullying. We covered that story here at Fox. Yeah. Were you for that? Or are you against that? I think, for, I think that. that was more for video. I think that was social more for media purposes. social media purposes. Okay. Then I have a story that's like not really that serious, but it is interesting about a guy who had to choose his wife over his unborn child. So I'm just like wondering, Whoa. like your first, okay, what Gabby. What was that story? What uh, was that story? BET.com. Yeah. Dad and mom, right? Kid at eight months, she goes into labor, hemorrhaging. The doctor says- Is this a real story? This is a real legit uh, story. Not a Lifetime movie? Not a Lifetime movie. Okay. Doctor says you have to pick your wife or your eight-month unborn child. And I'm just wondering, who would you pick? Kristen, unborn child. Wait, this took a turn. Wow. I thought I was going to get out of here on an unscathed. Eat. I'm just wondering, because this is like a I, big one for you. Like, have, What are you going to do? Oh, Okay. I don't want to like make this... I don't, God forbid. We're not God, making well, light oh yeah, of this story. I'm, I mean, you know, no one. No. But this is like a legit. Okay, but and they did there, not have an there's, agreement. There's before. some facts missing. Is the is the baby healthy? Like they're both healthy. Both healthy. Like doctor. This is legit. Frederick Conley is his name. And this is in Littleton, Colorado. Okay, I'm gonna go with what I think my wife would want me to. Okay. Pick. Okay. That's how I would base my decision. This is okay. Yeah, go ahead. I think she would want me to save the baby. That's what I think. But my gut would be if the baby's not born yet, I'd probably save my wife. Well, what, so, so that's what he said, basically. But um, what the, the wife say? So Fred um, Frederick Connie is his name. 
And he picked his unborn child over his wife. Did the wife die? Yes. And he claims this is what his wife would want. But this has sparked an internet discussion. Most people, you know, obviously everyone's empathizing with, I mean, who wants to be in that position? That's like picking one child over the other, right? I mean, it's crazy, right? But he legit, in Littleton, Colorado, was she sick going? Like, did they have a chance to talk about it beforehand? No. Or was she unconscious and he had to make the decision? Unconscious. Oh, Jesus. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> you have to pick your wife. I'm like, I would. Yeah, I think pick I would. Spouse. I just yeah. said that. Yeah. I, my point is, the baby wasn't born. I want to know what your wife would think if she would really like if she would want you to pick your unborn. But can't you? You have to pick your spouse. You cannot pick the if unborn the, kid. If the baby was born, and I had to make that decision, I think that does change the equation a little bit. Okay, so if the child is there and born, if the and child's healthy, in front of you breathing. You'd pick the kid over your wife. Well, I, uh, I hate saying no. Don't like you're. I think I mean, that. I, I think that's. I think that. I think that choice becomes. That that's more of a plausible choice, right? Now, what do you think? You know, just like reverse situation. But I think, think you, if I haven't seen the baby yet, and my wife's there dying, right? I'm I'm gonna have the doctor save the wife and hope you could have another kid, right? Now, if your if this was reversed and it was like you in this situation do you think your wife would save you hypothetically if it's i was having a kid 2050 you are giving birth do you i think would want her to save the kid you? see i think she would want the kid to be saved really i like you gotta save your spouse you haven't met the kid yet i that's what i just said right now maybe see maybe i'm harsh you're arguing with me and i'm agreeing with you <laughs> i think i handled that very diplomatic i think i don't i, I hopefully i didn't I upset anybody pick this. i'm like you haven't even met the kid. You don't even know. No way. It's so easy. To me, I'm like, that's not a hard one. It's devastating. You'll mourn the loss of your child. But you cannot. Couldn't have Dan laying no. there and not pick Dan. Because there's so many unknowns on the other side. The baby still may not survive. At eight right. Months, right. So I, I think you have to save your wife. And This guy didn't. Here's the kid. Here it is. I mean, it's a beautiful baby. But can you imagine no wife? I'll leave you with that thought. But I'm wondering, like, I'm curious. All right, we need to end up, all right, this is going long now, but we need to switch. We need to come up. What are you, what right, are you getting for Christmas? We'll get something lighter. <laughs> we'll get something lighter. Nothing. I don't want anything. No? Once you're over the age of, like, I mean, you know, 25, do you really want any Christmas gifts? No, I will say, though, our station's really. We've moved it up a notch this year with Spirit Week, by the way. Oh, yeah. What is Spirit Week here oh, at Fox it's 5? It's like, instead of just having the one day, you know, where you have the holiday party in the station, um, yeah, the days of having a big holiday party outside the station, they went... Well, of course not. We can't misbehave anymore. We can't drink. You can't uh, buy us alcohol. And, I mean, what's the point? Like, yeah. And it got, we, can we all even go to a bar together anymore? No. We should no. just Skype in with each other, having a drink at home. That's like the only appropriate thing we can do. We should all just use emojis. Yeah, we have to just use... <laughs> we can't go out and hang out anymore. So Monday, mean, was, no? Monday was... Uh, yesterday was the... Um, was it Ugly Sweater? Ugly Sweater. That Today was great. is Best Dessert. Oh. Best Holiday Dessert. Oh. Tomorrow... I get to play Santa, and I'm going to be on the PA system within the station giving away gifts and gifts and gifts and gifts. Oh, my God. What are you giving out? Oh, what we got is so it? many gifts. Are you giving away money? Um, Gift we, cards. We might be, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Now, is this at random, or is this just for, like, employees random. that have we excelled? U- we use a, actually, there's a... I'm getting way off track here. There's a, there's a thing on your uh, phone. 
Was I so supposed we, to enter this? What no, happened? No, no. So we have, a no, we have an employee number next to each person. Okay. And so it goes up to whatever number of employees we have. Okay. And I, you could set it. It's an app. And you could set it from one to that number. And you just hit the button and it randomly spits out a number. Wow. All right. I yeah, definitely we do it need legit. a Christmas we, bonus. We don't like fix this thing. You know, we don't, you know, people <laughs> we like, we give gifts to and people we don't, they get cold. Amazing. No. And people love it. And then Thursdays are hot. We have multiple holiday parties, one during the day for the dayside crew, one at night. And um, now, and what are we going to do? I mean, we we can't now, we can't even have fun anymore. So, what are we going to do? We're going to sit and play sorry, or sit, like, how do no, we? No, you sit and eat, and you don't say a word. Okay. You look straight ahead for ten minutes, and that's it. And so then no uh, Friday is um, what's Friday? Ugh, Friday something. Okay. Oh, decoration day. Okay. Wow. And then my birthday is Monday. Do you remember the good old days? Like we've really gone to almost like basically we're back in middle school where we're having very appropriate parties. Sarah, were they really the good old days? <laughs> I mean, like, now we can't drink. Like, we're literally, we're like, this feels like we're. And you wonder why school. everyone's becoming alcohol today because you can't drink in public anymore. You go home and you sit in your chair and watch TV and By you just yourself, drink. You have to drink. Oh my All God, right. that's fun. Okay. Um, it's it, Patrick GM Fox 5. You got it. DC. DC. Boom. All right. We'll see you guys next Bye. week.